0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spiro Avenue Show. You could follow us on social media at Spiro Avenue on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also watch our full episodes and clips and highlights on YouTube. And we would appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button for us. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome back. This is our first doubleheader,
1: although the first one barely counts. Uh, You know, shit. This wasn't really on the schedule, but we have a experienced, talented, smart podcaster in the house, Gabriel.
0: (laughs) Thank you, sir.
1: Host of the What Up Though podcast. uh, Another collaboration with very talented Ben
0: Augusta. Yes.
1: So, uh, fucking lions, man. I mean, shit. You've been calling every pick tonight. You like the school pick, (laughs) I think. I mean, look, we outlined it earlier. I did because I got a big mouth. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to throw a parade for it. I think we all knew this was a very Very likely scenario, especially if you take the trade down out of the equation. Yeah, I mean, do you agree with me? The trade down would have been better, assuming Patriots, which they worked out for them. They got their guy just sitting on their ass. It always works out for for the Patriots somehow. But if there was a world where Patriots offer you that pick 15, and they offer you a first-round pick next year to move up to seven, wouldn't you rather have that than Panay Sewell
0: tonight? Uh, yeah, well, first, thank you so much for, for having me on. In no, the plug. No I, I appreciate it. Uh, just let me get that out of the way. It's always better to acquire more picks. That's always the name of the game, whether, you know, I know it's like the Bill Belichick, you know, like trade back, trade back. It's become a little cliche, but really, that is how you win the draft. I would be so much more ecstatic if we moved back, got some value, and then picked up uh, whomever went, went 15th, like maybe a J.C. Horn or something like that, someone a little bit further back. But as far as the pick, like you said, I'm not doing cartwheels. I'm not screaming from the heavens. For your show's purpose, it would have been better if we picked up Devontae Smith and we could have been on here. Oh, we would have been bitching. We would have been going, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. But it's there's nothing wrong with picking the best offensive lineman talent that we've seen in five years Who's still on the board? He's number one on there. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's an A minus to an A. Potentially, if he, let's say the guy does blow up, let's say in two years, he's your Trent Williams, he's your Andrew Whitworth, the guy who's just, you can plug there and nothing, you don't have to worry about it. Then it's a, then it's a complete A plus. You know, I mean, if he's that, two, if he's that that's, guy, that's worthy of like the first overall. Correct, pick. not 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 this year. No, I <laughs> say he would have, but uh, but in
1: some years, like a franchise offensive tackle, we've seen it. Jake Long, Long a, yeah, Fisher. I mean, that type of Orlando Pace, yeah, Orlando Pace. You go on and on. There's been a t- you know bad example, Robert Gallery, who's second overall. <laughs> but like, it's worth that. It's, it's it is worthy in most years of a number one, number two overall pick. So if you get that yeah. at seven. That is an A+. plus. I mean, I talked earlier when I was solo about an hour ago. The only reason I'm not on the A-plus train is the state of the rebuild. I think we'll never know. Right. I think there was probably some opportunity to trade down, if for no other reason that we saw like three trade downs right after. L- so, literally. Yeah, it, it's not like nobody was trading down in the draft. Correct. So there was all sorts of trade downs. So it's not like they weren't getting calls. It's just we don't know exactly what those and that's what I was gonna think.
0: say. We don't know what they were right. offered and a lot of beat writers though are saying if there's a surefire Hall of Famer in this draft. This guy is it like as far as can't miss prospects boom or bust. He has the lowest bust out of anybody. You there? It's you'd be blown away oh, if this guy was terrible. Tre- Trevor Lawrence, but hey, here's the pro-
1: possibly Trevor. Obviously, Here, here's the problem though. I, and maybe I'm just a cynical asshole, but you know I, I'm tired of the victim blaming of Detroit Lions fans. Like there's, and it, it's even like friendly fire a lot of times in this town. It, it, nobody drives me more nuts than Detroit Lions fans. That like shame other Lions fans for not being on board with everything they do. It's like at some
0: <laughs> for point, being realistic. <laughs> <wasn't it> re- <laughs> even, even,
1: realistic is great, but even if I'm being unrealistically cynical, even if I'm being uh, too harsh, yeah. I, can we forgive some level of being too harsh with this franchise? I, I like. What more does this fan base have no. to be subjected to from this? absolutely abysmal embarrassment of an organization. I
0: couldn't agree with you even more. Exactly.
1: Get, thank you. (laughs) But just give me some slack. So it's like, I get called an asshole all the time on Twitter for a myriad of reasons. Right. It's good. Not just my lion cynicism, but it's like, well, why can't you, you know, why can't you just uh, give the lions a break? I'll give them a break when they give me something to give them a break. Exactly. About. It's that. Why is it? Why is it on me? Like to, to it what? should be on the franchise right? to give you something to not bitch about. You're right. You don't, you, don't think, you don't think that I would love nothing more. Like everyone says, I'm such an asshole, which maybe I am. But the Detroit Pistons, Troy Weaver, I've been just singing to the high heavens. Every I haven't said a bad word about him. I've said nothing but great How things. How could
0: you, though? He hit on three first-round picks. Well, that's the point. You know what oh, I mean? You, <laughs> <but> <laughs> when you do a good job...
1: I say great things.
0: Weirdly, right? weirdly when you do good things, people say good things about those good things. Concept. It's 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 really odd. When you do shit things for 50 fucking years, weirdly, there's going to be a huge fan base that goes, "Fuck these guys, am I right? Like what are we doing right? here?" <laughs> but but that's, that that's that's an element out there where it's like, you know,
1: these Lions fans shaming their brethren. It's like, "Look, like I was called a real jerk for making fun of the guys doing videos in their car." Uh, when the Lions won a meaningless, not even meaningless, a damaging game against Atlanta, which took them from the third oh pick my to the seventh God, pick. Those videos
0: say, were so oh my, terrible.
1: I was called a terrible uh, yeah. person for saying this is stupid. It but is
0: think, but because it was stupid because and, you're you're celebrating a meaningless win yeah. that literally
1: screwed
0: you more in the draft. It would have been fun to have the third
1: overall pick. I mean, it's, you know, whatever you think of Sewell. But like, look, here's the thing. The Lions... Yeah, I've been called a cynic about the Dan Campbell thing. I've been very critical of him. You don't want to
0: bite kneecaps off?
1: You know what? He's an entertaining figure. (laughs) I like him. I mean, I don't know him personally, but from what I can observe and and sense, I like him as a person. Seems like a genuine, likable, great guy. got to tell you, I have a lot of genuinely likable, great guys in my life, and (laughs) I don't want them coaching either. So it makes sense. Everyone's like, oh, how could you not like this guy? Well, I can like him, but not as the Lions coach. Why would I like a guy that has absolutely no qualifications to be in the role whatsoever? He hasn't gone through the necessary steps. And the occasional people that can, you know, skip the third grade and go right to fourth, those are savants. Those are the...
0: They can color in the lines, man. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful thing. I could never...
1: This guy, this guy can't. I mean, he, he's not known as some schematic whiz. So it's like I've been very,
0: very, very, yeah. very
1: critical. But I will say with what we know... Good pick. It wasn't my first choice, but it's a good choice.
0: I mean, and when's the last time you have heard a Lions pick where you're like, good choice? Like in in the first round. When's the yeah. real last you're like, now there you go. Because Okuda, we weren't saying that. Hawkinson, we weren't saying that. Taylor Decker, I said it. I'm trying to think if there was one more recent.
1: I liked the Decker pick. Okay, you liked Just, the I Decker pick. I can always pick. speak for myself. I hated I, I the
0: Jared Davis pick. Hated it. I agree. I, I mean, when before Frank Ragnall blew up, I was saying, who the hell was this? But good pick nonetheless.
1: Hawkinson, I hated not because I didn't think he'd be good.
0: I the was va- very value. clear. Yeah. It was the value of it, yeah.
1: If you're taking a tight end up there, it better be a Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to be five times the player Hawkinson. And now he went a couple of picks earlier. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to go top 10, it needs to be, I mean, and Hawk's good. Like Hawk said, Pro <laughs> pro yeah, yeah, Pro Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it, but he's not a 95 catch, Tony Gonzalez tight end. I don't think he ever will be. He's very, very good. Yeah. You have to be, a top 10 all-time tight end you got
0: to be changing some games here you got to be a gronk a kelsey a a Kittle, something like that yeah
1: and he was a luxury pick so but yeah you're right i mean that's a great point just going down the line i off the top of my head i think taylor decker was the last one where i was like okay good you like rag now i i wasn't a a fan of the pick at the moment yeah not because i didn't think he'd be good it's just it's like Really? A fucking a center? A center from Arkansas? Yeah, what yeah, the fuck? It okay, it cool, it I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
1: all, this is, it's not common that we're, like, cool with the pick. I, I just think this team would have been better served trading down if possible. I have a hard time believing that there wasn't a viable option out there. Obviously, we don't know, but let's feel yeah. free to speculate. I'm curious for your take on this. Yeah. Like, do you think they had a solid, whatever you think, two second-round picks to move down or one first-round pick, whatever, do you think that was out there and they eschewed that to take Sewell, if you had to guess? Or do you think there just wasn't a real media offer out of you there? know,
0: You know what? There obviously, the phones were blowing up. We heard before that even possibly New, uh, New Orleans was trying to move up from, I think, 28th all That's the way all up to 7th. And that yeah. would have been like... you. That's not the Patriots at fifty. No, no, but yeah. you would have been talking a, a hell of a haul. But I really do think, I think they got some calls, but I really think when the best offensive lineman prospect falls in your lap at seven. I think they were like, you know what, these sound good, but I think this is such a can't miss. I think we have to go with this just to make, I, no one's going to come on any podcast, any radio station and go, what the hell were they doing? No one's going to do that. I think it was just the safest, smartest pick. And I think when they got the calls, it was like, you know what, let's just stick to what we know. He was probably number one on their big board or number two, maybe after Chase, because I know they maybe wanted to move up to Atlanta to snag him so maybe once chase was gone they were like you know what best player available typical lions and let's go
1: i mean you you were in the control room when i went on my little 15 minute uh, sort of first initial reaction sounded great by the way well thank you well (laughs) you have a wonderful production we do indeed they they are not inexpensive by the way not to go double negative on your ass but (laughs) ben sends me a very hefty bill every so if you're thinking of hiring them away i hope you have Uh, unlimited resources because he's an expensive uh, member of the team. But, okay, that aside, (laughs) you heard what I said. I have not slept on it, but squatted on it for an hour. Yeah, I'm exactly where I was five seconds after they made the pick. Okay, solid. I'm curious where you land on this. I outlined a couple concerns. Yeah. Why it's not an A+. You're off. He's been off for a year. I've only seen that once. It was mm-hmm. Mike Williams out of USC. Not saying that's gonna happen. Right, again. right, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm the Lions fan. I'm the I'm the beaten puppy, right? As so you are. I'm going to internalize that, and that's going to be stewing around every little wound. It's a that it, we're in Sigmund Freud territory. I'm <laughs> holding on to all the all the traumas. Okay. Ideally, he went to not played football in two years. So I mean, just ideally, yeah, not a deal breaker. Doesn't make the the. To pick a C plus,
0: yeah, but it's not a,
1: not ideal. You to, want to
0: see more production. It's yeah, a
1: departure from the ideal scenario I agree. where he was just mauling guys for the last ten months. Correct. Point number two: the buzz is uh, out there about maturity issues. Who fucking knows? What issues did you hear? I'm curious. Just Google Penesul maturity. There is reports around the program. There wasn't any like. This is what he did, and okay. it, it was just the, his attitude. There's some concerns. He's just kind of a dipshit, kind of a dipshit, and kind. Of, again, I don't know. This is i mean this is secondhand. These reports are out, right. Though. Google I, says it's I'm kind not, of. A I'm not saying how dare they take it. This isn't like Baker Mayfield where we have fucking tape of the guy. Like, you, know I, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Flipping Johnny off Ohio Johnny State, Manziel, right? Like, doing lines of blow on Vegas. Like that's where like there's no <laughs> speculation there. I said those picks were reckless, especially Manzel, at the time because yeah. we had hard evidence. There's no hard evidence of Panay Sewell being anything other than a really good football player. Correct, you know? so, yeah. So, but that is out there, and I don't think it just falls out of the sky. Not every report is uh, with full merit. Correct. When you hear enough stuff out there, like it's just I have to downgrade it a little bit. I'd rather hear the kind of stuff we heard all of the last month about Trey Lance where Everybody that's been in the guy's fucking zip code says he's the just world class guy, and nobody says a bad word about him. I'd rather have that. So maturity issues. It's going to be two years between games for this fucking guy. And if you want to throw a third thing in there, the fact that I think trading down would have been ideal. But even if you throw it would have been those two things. Don't I have to downgrade it a little bit?
0: Yeah, if you bring all that into account. And for me, the only thing that kind of keeps this from an A-plus, I don't really, I'm not comfortable with him playing right tackle yet. I need to see what that looks like. He's a pure left tackle. You have Decker, who uh, not a lot of people, he gets a little bit of flack here. Has only given up two sacks his entire career, being here in five years. He's a beast. You put someone like that on the right side who hasn't really played it, now, good offensive lineman, they say, can play anywhere on the field, and I do believe he's very good, but it's a little eh because, you know, when you move from the left to the right side, it's it's a, it's totally different footwork, different. Everything is totally different. So I'm not 100 percent sold if he can be on the right side, which is why I would give this an A minus rather than an A plus.
1: Yeah, it's to me A minus B plus, like in yeah, closer to the A minus. I would, true. I,
0: I completely agree yeah. with that. And, yeah, and, and, I say it's perfect right there. I, and that's fine. That's a good. Which store, is, right? which is fine. I mean, yeah. what's wrong with an A minus? Yeah, no, it's a very <laughs> good result. <response. laughs> what's wrong with an A minus?
1: Pro- here's, it'll be interesting to see because. This team is so bad, It's terrible. But they have one really good unit now, or at least they should. You know, you have Decker and Sewell now at the tackles. Ragnall's like maybe one of the ten best interior linemen. I would, yeah,
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, he's probably like top good. five at his own position. Hey, Cros- at center, Crosby's solid. Like you know, you have all young Jonah Jackson, yeah, yeah. Jonah Jackson. Looks Everybody good. is, I believe, twenty six or under. I think Decker's the old man on there. I think he's twenty six, and
1: they're all you have you have potential multiple all pro guys on your line and like your weakest link is still like a BB plus. So, I, I, mean, I agree.
0: You have the potential to have three all pros on your offensive line. Right.
1: And, and this could legitimately be one of the three best offensive lines in football. If Sewell, I mean, you got to look at Sewell. Look as a prospect, He's one of the most highly regarded just by the metrics, by the pro football yeah, focus Yeah, pro football
0: player has like nine, have 98 and, and like like, out of 98 One of the highest 100. ever. Yeah, it's insane. And, mean, well, and if you turn on the tape, the kid's a mauler. He's a beast. He's a mauler. He's a yeah. man amongst boys. It'll be
1: interesting to see because they should, again, on paper, everyone knows we'll throw in all the caveats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On paper, they should have. Not just a good offensive line, but an exceptional. A very line. good one. Very good. Will they finally get the running game solved? Because they have, that's my favorite stat in the world, other than the one playoff win in 64 years. Yeah. They have not finished in the top half of rushing in the NFL since Barry Sanders retired Oish. in nineteen ninety.
0: Well, what, Carry on Johnson was the last one to get 100 yards since Reggie Bush?
1: It's that's that. When they went like it's, four years between 100 yard rushers, that was hilarious. And like they got
0: it against the Patriots, and we're like, yes, we found the guy. Yeah. And we're, yes! and we're, told,
1: and we're told we're cynical assholes for, for being jaded about this organization. I, well, it's, it's called it's being realistic. realistic. We have to deal with the and well, not, not everyone's so realistic. I
0: know. But, and that's the problem. You know, we,
1: we spit real <laughs> stuff here. So I, I just. If they, and I, look, I know there's two components. There's obviously pass blocking and run blocking, but they've put the capital at the running back position. They, they took DeAndre Swift very high up in that second round. Uh, w- they
0: got Williams out of uh, green Bay. They yeah, signed into a two year deal.
1: Uh, yeah. I was getting to that. The free agent capital they've spent there as yep. well. Whatever. I think carry on Johnson might be cut Honestly, I, I, I would mean, not be shocked. Like, but I, so I leave him out of it, but all the resources on the offensive line, the draft resources at the position, of a running back and free agency Williams coming from green Bay. If this isn't the year, I'm not saying top five rushing tag. They haven't finished top half. Give me like the 12th best. Is that asking too 15th. much? <laughs> 15th. 15th. <qualified laughs> like, the highest they've done.
0: Exactly. I would not like, be. I would, and, and they do have all the tools with Schnellenberger, with Jonah Jackson on the inside, mean guards. Don't forget. Hawkinson blocks. That's what was the big thing for why they wanted him so high. Yeah. Not only can he catch, the guy is, you know, he'll block all your ends. He'll block the edge rushers, yada, yada. There's nothing that would suggest we wouldn't be able to, like you said, at least get top half, which is not ex- average. Be an yeah. average rushing team. Yeah, That's not asking for a lot. No, and, and you see, like, even really –
1: Flawed, mediocre teams like you've seen historically. You know the Dolphins have done it three or four times in the past two decades. Where like they're bad, they're five and eleven, but like they have a really good uh, rushing attack. Right. right. You see other teams that like, like Jacksonville went to the conference title game with a very shaky offense, but a great defense. But it's like the Lions, if the offensive line isn't really good, and I think really good, it's not just. Avoiding sacks. It's like being able to actually run Push the ball. Push people around, yeah. Right. If they can't run the ball this year, this rebuild is off to a calamitous start. Absolutely. Because they got nothing. If they can't hang their hats out of running the fucking ball <laughs> and giving me an eighth, ninth, tenth best rushing attack in the league. Not asking for much. given all the resources tied into that unit. If they can't do that, they fail year one. And I look, they have a long runway. Yeah. I'm not saying the whole thing's a disaster, but they fail year one. They're going to be bad. Objectively, Mm -hmm. on the whole, macro view, bad. I want to see tangible progress. If these assholes go out there and have the 28th, (laughs) 29th best rushing attack, again, despite multiple assets being piled into the running back room, multiple assets, including the biggest one this year, on the offensive line, I am going to immediately start to question, well, I already have, but even more so, this whole thing. Is that fair? They have to at least be good in this one
0: lane. Yeah. There's nothing to suggest that should not be. Again, you're asking... You're not asking for much. What you're asking for is logical. It makes sense. When you draft as many offensive linemen as we have, when you commit to a tight end who apparently is the best blocking tight end since Gronk, you get another tight end out of uh, New Orleans who can block. You invest. You draft a running back. You sign a relatively, in Jamal Williams, a good running back from Green Bay to a two-year deal. You're investing so much. There's nothing that says you should not do this. And if you cannot pull off a... You're asking for top 10, top 15, number 15, overall rushing to 90 something yards a game. How about that? Nothing crazy. Something that suggests you are a NFL franchise that actually can move a football by handing it to a running back like they have forever. Something that suggests you're able to do that. And what they they want to run in uh, what two yards in a cloud of dust kind of offense. That's what we're moving towards. So if you can't even run the offense in which you are suggesting that you want to run, what are we doing here? Because golf isn't going to go out there and sling it for 400 yards. That's not why you got him. We know he's a bridge guy. We know he's there for two years until we suck so bad. We get a draft. Hopefully the franchise guy that comes in and does the Trevor Lawrence thing and saves us from internal damnation. But if you can't at least run the ball, NFL is built off of running the ball and playing defense. And if you invest this much and you still can't do it, like you said, there's going to be some serious questions already out of the gate year one to be like, well, what the hell are we doing here? And that's going to be
1: the metric. The metric of how it's going is not going to be wins and losses. It's not going to be margin of defeat. No, It's going to be for me. I just only talking for myself. This is where they've put the resources. Do they gain ground literally and figuratively in that lane? They can go 2 and 14, 3 and 13. Have the league's worst defense, but if they have the 12th best rushing attack, something we haven't seen in 25 years, okay. You've legi- you had a major issue of concern? Right. You allocated resources to address that concern and look it got better. We all know it's not going to be pretty on the whole. Like no, you've tackled, you've you've conquered the first.
0: Yeah, games. yeah. This team is gonna suck. We're not saying like if you. Everybody get, knows We're that. not saying if you get the a good rushing attack, we're all of a sudden gonna go. You know what, t- eleven and six now, or ten and seven, whatever right. the hell. Yeah, right. No,
1: I, it's gonna take me so long. To get I know. Same, same here. Same here. But <laughs> fucked that up for like five years. I'm, before so, now Exactly.
0: But you know, you're still gonna blow. But like you mentioned, at least you will be. You'll be happy to know this is no longer an area of concern. At least we finished with the number 13 rushing attack. We have that solidified. Let's go figure out what else we can build on build upon because there's certainly quite a lot more that we need to build upon and on this you, team. you
1: and I are sitting here saying that we we expect them to go what 2 and 15 now. It'll be 2 and 15 now. 2 and 15. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be considering it a success if they're, like, okay in one aspect of football. Absolutely. That, and we're told that we're unreasonable. And, and we're,
0: how good. dare us for asking an NFL franchise to do something that an NFL franchise should be able to do? The nerve. At least once every three decades. I mean, maybe the not on the nerve regular, but. of you. We're not asking for a playoff. There's people out there. We're not asking for a Super Bowl. We're literally asking for you to be competent in you? one aspect of football. Has Ben told you how much shit I I
1: get people think I'm like the worst person ever I, I, I take a step back and it's like I,
0: t- I, I've, I've known you for a couple hours I like you I don't understand what the problem what's wrong with you guys I,
1: it's, apparently it's mean to expect decent results I, I was told I was ungrateful for Jim Caldwell it's like I'm
0: sorry oh so I, was I, I. so was I, I. So, you know. Is, so was I we're going nine and seven what's the problem it's like what's the dude if you don't know what the fucking problem is you're the fucking problem well, they, they, <laughs> <are>. <laughs> they <laughs> contribute <laughs> to the problem and it's like oh well,
1: what do you you think of Matt Patricia.
0: Hey, guess what? They're both bad. One's really, really bad. <laughs> one's one's just bad. Exactly. Like, oh, is Matt Patricia so much better? No, but that doesn't mean this guy didn't yeah. suck. I mean, you know, if you have
1: like a guy going around uh, hacking people to death with a machete, and then the guy next to him is just, you know, stealing <laughs> money from people. It's like, yeah, that, that, the fucking machete guy's worse. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't mean I want, I want the, the thief, like, running for mayor.
0: What like, an I analogy. Just, what, <laughs> this is what an like, analogy. It,
1: but that's what, it's true. It's it, like, I completely agree. Jim Caldwell has become, like, this latter-day saint. In in Lions Nation for so many people. Oh,
0: I've like, seen so many memes just like what we looked like with Jim Caldwell, what it looks like with Patricia. Why would we get rid have of this seen guy? you the, the
1: miss me yet? Like your Jim Caldwell a staring like a them. cigar store a Indian. A thousand of them. Staring into the abyss. Miss me yet? <laughs> I mean, the, the guy could walk in on his wife uh, cheating on him and the guy's facial expression wouldn't change. On principle alone, the guy was infuriating the watch. But if that's if that's your idea of a good time, nine and seven going on the road in the wild card around and getting blasted Rang and blasted, which right. twice. It didn't, you indeed. know, New Orleans, Not with Caldwell once with Caldwell, but again with Jim Schwartz too earlier. It's like that does nothing for me. So I'm sorry, does nothing for
0: me. I just don't want a coach that wears two watches.
1: Well, that's a, that's a very that, that, suspect. That's just.
0: I yeah. mean, I mean, that's can one we, too many. Can you trust any man who wears two watches? I don't think you can.
1: No, no, you definitely not. I don't. Just like I didn't trust a guy that has a pencil in his ear, despite having a laminated piece of paper. <laughs> I don't know the, the the science of that one. But look, I mean, the bottom line is. This is, it's the same thing with like diets. There's actual data out there that it's like 96, 97% of diets fail within a year and people either return to their original weight or actually backslide even worse. Mm-hmm. The reason for it is people go from eating McDonald's to I'm motivated, I'm gonna eat kale, get the gym. Oh, the, yeah. I mean, the Ben Augusta diet, you know, like, you know, oh, keto. like lettuce and stuff, <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> Ben eats, like <laughs> a fucking <laughs> rabbit. So, the, you know, the Ben diet. <laughs> So, uh, uh, but you can't sustain that, so they fucking boomerang, and then they binge. What's
0: watch about- me. <laughs> watch, watch me. Oh, you pissed him off. I got to be really <laughs> careful with the guy who
1: controls the camera I, I'm just, I'm just yeah. going to
0: say, he's going to turn off all the lights, and <laughs> we're, we're, we're screwed. He's done a good job, but he could turn on me at any moment. So I got to be careful. Instantly. But,
1: no, but here's the point. The reason those things fail is because you're going big right out the gate. Right, I'm going to go right to the Ben diet. Right, doesn't work. It boomerangs back. Alliance, this they got a long way to go. I'm only asking for this very small little thing. Be average in the category you have dumped the uh, dump truck ball resources into. That's at the end of this year. Average, average, average. right? <laughs> it's not good, right? You're not saying, not saying be good, be
0: dominant, be great, be good. Average. Given
1: the resources allocated, I think good is actually a very reasonable expectation, but I'm not even, I, I'm not even great, great. Go two steps below that. Average. Right. Average. And uh, so look, I, I I talk about this on the show a lot. I hate ambiguity in sports debates because there's always some fucking weasel that, uh, what do you mean you know, Lamar Jackson isn't a great quarterback? You never said he was going to win titles. It's like, no, you, you said he was going to win Super Bowls. Now you're saying, oh, because he won the MVP, I was wrong. It's like, no, I said he will never win a Super Bowl. I didn't say he couldn't win games in the regular season. I know you're a big Lamar
0: Jackson. I guy. am. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy. I
1: want concrete criteria for what we expect. What would we? What we be not even happy with, but what would we consider a legitimate sign in the good basket? That's mine. I don't have five of them. I have one. Yeah. Now. There, there could be other things that are good. If Jared Goff looks like a world beater, great. Then that can be added to the pile. But I have set a, a bar so low. I, I mean, my six-month-old could, could walk over it. He can't walk yet. I mean, just, he can't it, walk yet. It, 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 <laughs> the, the bar is so low, it's basically the ground. It's not even elevated.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah.
1: If you can't get over that, given this Panay Sewell pick, that's where I think they fucking blew it and should have traded out. I'm basing the entire Sewell pick, not the entire Sewell, but the soul pick in year one as it was at a good step one in this rebuild. Yeah, I am basing it based on that rushing metric. If these assholes go back out there and do the same shit, what little tiny sliver of faith I have is right. gone. It's, yeah, absolutely. So that, that's where I'm at with this thing. All that cynicism and bitching aside, it's a good pick, I think. I, I'm good with it.
0: There's Like you said, A minus. I mean, is there a chance Goff goes out there and pulls a Ryan Tannehill?
1: Here's the thing. I, look, you said he's only a bridge quarterback. I have said I can, I can live in a world. I can see a world. Not that far off in my imaginary world. Yeah. I can see a place where Jared Goff's actually pretty good. I, I, I talked about it with Dave Burkett on the show everybody's saying, oh, Jared Goff, you got to play action the opponent to death. He can only do play action. That's how he thrived. Correct. That's not true. If you talk to the people that have coached him prior, if you talk to Jared Goff himself, he didn't like play action in college. He was a pro-style shotgun quarterback. Read, read, throw, boom! Balls out. If you
0: actually look at his tape in Cal, he was the kind of guy who could look down the barrel. He would get hit and still make the throws. He's a tough. He's a tough kid. That's not only something he can do. His preferred style
1: of play, right from the horse's mouth, is that he doesn't even like the play action stuff. So he was a number one overall pick on the basis of a style that we're now told he can't play. Right. Even though they never even tried it in L.A. So like. The, I think the Lions are never going to run a play action, obviously. But <laughs> they're going to, I think, try to play more to what he considers his strengths to be. And look, at the end of the day, if you're the first overall pick in the NFL draft, you got something going for you. Yeah, DeMar- Marcus Russell was busted between the ears. He was busted
0: between the ears. He has a world-class couldn't... talent. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't stop eating donuts.
1: Yeah, well, that too. Discipline and you know, not watching film and stuff. Jared Goff ain't that. He's a hard worker. Yeah, He's got talent. So it's like, no, I'm not saying he's a top five. You're going to win the MVP, but I don't buy this whole thing like, Jared Goff, oh, he's a fucking joke. We're just biting our he's time. He's not trash. No, like, he's, like, he's, yeah, he's he's, he's a
0: good NFL quarterback. Yeah,
1: he's not Stafford. No, well, that's why all the
0: capital came right. along with him to Detroit. But again, you have these people, like you said, these these lion slappies who are just like, why would we get rid of Stafford when this guy is even worse? What are we What are we doing here? And it's like it's called a rebuild. You the, the dipshit.
1: Anti trading Stafford people, which thankfully there were fewer than I anticipated. Same I, here. Yeah, I expected it to be a much People were like in a. I was pleasantly surprised by how it was embraced, but those people were out there that were like upset about it. It's like the guy, the guy asked to get out of here. It's like, Mm
0: -hmm. what do you want? And the haul we
1: got was. How
0: could you be mad? Oh, it
1: was a great trade. And here's here's. I'll I'll leave it at this. I don't want to drag too long because I actually want to get back to the TV myself. But I want to finish on this. I've been a huge, huge, huge critic of the Ford family. Again, I haven't had a nice word to say. The one thing I'll say that's encouraging about Sheila Fortham, and there's a lot that's not encouraging, the Dan Campbell thing, nightmare. Correct. The fact that her and Rod Wood are doing the Macarena in personnel meetings. Oh, also Rod, bad. oh a, Rod Wood. a Ugh. lot that I don't like. Did you see the tape of Rod Wood? Yeah. Did, did you, doing the fucking break dance after they picked Sewell tonight. Yeah. It's just bad optics. We're told 100 times this guy has something to do with football ops. Yeah. He's in every football Such ops Such a game.
0: professional organization.
1: Dude,
0: <laughs> this you is, know how many times I, if I Googled it?
1: Freak, that news. Rod Wood is not associated with the football ops. And then he's in every meeting. Yeah. It's, like, look, like, you know, I help run a nursing home. They have... Meetings that I have nothing to do with, and I'm I'm not sitting in them. Like I, you know, when the nurses meet to talk about med pass, I'm not like crashing the
0: meeting. It's nothing <laughs> to do with. Me. While they say you have no affiliate with the nursing. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, he's
1: he's not a nurse, but yeah, he's gonna sit here. Bring him in. Well, I mean, I'm technically their boss, but I like I don't need to be there. Like it doesn't make any it doesn't make any operational sense. Correct. So, but I I digress. There's a million bad things I've said about Shield Ford Amp. I have no faith in it. The one thing I'll say. I don't think the old Ford guard would have let Matthew Stafford go. We saw how petty they were with Barry Sanders. We saw how petty they were with Calvin Johnson. I think her two predecessors, each of her parents, would have said, you're under contract, you're stuck.
0: Do you agree with that? Yes, one million percent. William Clay Ford would have been you. You have a contract? Oh, yeah, you have to honor your contract. I'm, not, I'm I saying love, no. I love but, Jim Caldwell. Yeah. No, I,
1: I don't think she would have. I think she would have expected him not on his contract because she can't absolve her. Look how she's been with Calvin. She'll afford Hamp, It's not completely resolved with Calvin, but since she took over, they've made efforts towards that it's end. It's been
0: building better. Those yeah. Those
1: efforts weren't going on with Martha Ford. So I don't think Martha Ford would have gone for it either, but a little more likely than William Clayford, who would have never accommodated oh. that. And we agree, I think it was the right move to accommodate him to reset percent. the deck. Yes. So that's the one thing that I can say, because everything else seems like the same old shit. Rod Wood's a family friend, right? It is. They got another family friend involved way too much. So there's some bad signs there, but the one big, it's not small. I mean, get moving off your franchise quarterback is a huge decision. She went forward with that. It was the right thing to do. That's encouraging. So, that's the one thing I'll the, say.
0: The Lions like to do what Michigan likes to do. Michigan likes to find a, a Michigan man. Lions love to find someone who has family ties. That's their buddy, and Tom related, they're related. I don't get why. I <laughs> it mean, just every bugs Chuck me. Schmidt,
1: Tom, Tom Owan's dad was William Clay Ford's buddy. Like They, they, were, they were drinking buddies.
0: So they got to hire him then, right? You're right.
1: I mean, <laughs> Rod Wood is the only team president in football that got up in front of the media for the first time as he's introduced in Allen Park and explicitly stated that he wasn't qualified I'm for not, the, I shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you, ladies and gentlemen of the media. You know, Justin Rogers, hey, nice tie. Oh, by the way, I'm not qualified. I have no business being here. I mean... I, what is the precedent <laughs> off to a crackerjack start?
0: F- it wasn't not just the first day. It was the first minute. The exact the, the, out the, the g- gate. This yeah. is the first thing you say is, yeah. Hi, great to see you. How's everyone doing? By the way, what the fuck am I doing here? You can't get through the press <laughs> conference without. I mean, c- come on. Like, I mean, Matt Millen
1: was calling people cowardly and, you know, uh, gay slurs, but he made it to year two before that stuff started happening. I mean, you know, it's like, can I get through the introductory press conference of the team president without the guy, the guy's foot was so far in his mouth, it was coming back out his ass. And it's like it's it's You're hypoc- killing me. no, it's true, I know I know I know he's true. a family friend. He's an accountant. like come on, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he runs a hell of a balance sheet. I'm not saying he can't even be on the company the team payroll. Why is he in football operation meetings? Why it makes absolutely no sense. She' Ford Ham's crashing these meetings, okay, okay, okay. She's the owner right. doing whatever she wants. Rod Wood, what's Rod Wood doing here?
0: Running numbers.
1: When these are teams. running numbers. And then they asked you know, ask Brad Holmes and Rod Wood at a press conference like a month ago. asked them separately. They said the same thing. Like, oh, I thought Rod Wood wasn't involved in the football ops. Why is he in these meetings? Oh, it's a, it's a collaborative effort. It's all a team. Why? He's not a football <laughs> guy. He told you. Presumably he's a fan of himself. Everybody likes themselves a little bit. Like, he told you he doesn't belong in these conversations. What's he in the room doing? Yeah. The fact that they said. Sheila said it. Brad Holmes has said it. Rod Wood has said it. They've said it. It's on tape. All three of them have said that this guy is a part of the football decisions because he's in the meetings, and together we will make a decision.
0: Why is he part of that? Only the Lions would have a team president who is not a football guy be a part of football operations.
1: There are other team presidents in the league, because I looked it up at the time. I I found more than like – two or three they're, they're, half of them don't have like this huge, like scouting background they're more, more business. But even like Tom Alon, who is a total nincompoop, but like he mostly stayed in his lane. He's not chiming in on the draft pick. The lions are telling us that Rod Wood, that the numbers guy, that the, the pencil pusher is sitting in on these meetings and has an, an equal voice. That's them saying that.
0: Don't get mad at me. <laughs> right, the non-football guy has equal football decision-making power with the football people. This is how did this become such a wide-ranging discussion?
1: I just I, this team has done serious damage to my psyche and well-being. But look, at the end of the day, I am a Lions fan. I, it might be tough to buy. Same here. I've still, same like, years. I'll be at the parade if they ever figure it out.
0: Oh, but
1: my like, God. <laughs> we Okay, so I think we're in the same basket. A-minus
0: tonight. A-minus. B-plus, A-minus. Trending more closer to A-minus. Right.
1: So we're a lockstep there. Finish here, and then we'll get out of here. Yes. Second round pick tomorrow. Ooh. Even You don't even have to name a name. Just position. It's got to be defense unless the board is so tilted. you got a guy 20 spots higher, and he's an offensive player. That's fine, because they need a lot of receiver help, too. Yeah. But it gotta go defense.
0: You gotta go defense. I, the, I, I Benny. Well, who's your who's your boy on a uh, Notre Dame who you like so much? Oh, yes, J- Jeremiah Owusu, the, uh, the, Karamoa. Owusu. uh, my yeah, man, can you say that again, I, yeah, one more time, please. I'm just getting, like you did. Oh, Oh, baby. That, that was some caramel voice. There, man. Hey man, listen, his, a, his vo- voice smooth yeah, like butter, baby. I mean, take a shower. After I, I, this. I would, I would, <laughs> I would love him. Uh, it the second round, uh, with the second round pick. I've been praising maybe not second round but day two if you can snag nico collins in the yeah, third round i would be flabbergasted i'd be blown away i'd be so happy but with this second pick i think you gotta go we who's our linebackers i'm at the position
1: like <laughs> i'm in a position like i mean you look at like for i you're not a baseball guy but like the the la angels have had the worst pitching staff in baseball for like 10 years. I mean, I are one of the three worst. they're just wasting Mike Trout's career. And nice. I, I, I said like, once you're to that point, I would just draft every single pick, pitcher, pitcher, pitcher
0: until you get it right. First yeah. round
1: to the 10th round. Don't even, cause you have a great offense. Like you have a decent farm system. Bats coming up. Just, I would go, I draft 25 pitchers every year for five years. And like some of these fucking guys, someone's going to stick the lions in a, in a smaller window. But, like the rest of this draft, if they just took the top defensive player on their board all day tomorrow and all day the following day, I think that's not a
0: bad way to go. I completely agree with. 100% there'd be no reason why that would not be best corner on the board is that sure best linebacker on the board sure we we need help all over the defensive side of the ball i I mean honestly who are our linebackers jelani tavai and the corpse of jamie collins thank you and 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 the corpse uh, and, and jamie collins uh you know post cleveland browns jamie collins
1: the guy that i really like and it's a deviation from what I just said is Diami Brown from my North Carolina Tar Heels the
0: receiver. Yeah, he's good.
1: That's I want him to go heavy defense, but like, I, I think that guy, I totally agree with Chris Sims was big on like Deami Brown. Diami Brown's like a top three receiver, top three, top four in the draft. He's really high. On wow. I, I, I just, you know, Tar Heel fans. So watch their games. He's very good.
0: So look I, like, at that UNC blue shine all <laughs> <end off> that <laughs> shirt. This was
1: not really planned. This is what I was wearing, you know, and uh, we kind of ran out of time, and I just hopped on. <laughs> but, like, hey, look, I think that guy's going to be really, really good. So if you want to, if, if you think you can get, like, a stud receiver in the second round, which is very possible, Yeah, that would be defensible. But, like, no, I don't want to see a running back. No. I don't want to see, don't touch that offensive line again, you Not ass. anymore, no. I don't want to project quarterback, like defense or wide receiver. Those those are the only acceptable avenues tomorrow.
0: Well, if Bob Quinn was still here, we'd know we'd be getting a long snapper in our with the fifth round uh, pick. Yeah, the very inspired <laughs> draft picks from that asshole. I, I
1: the smartest man in the room syndrome was so infuriating.
0: Oh my god, don't
1: even get me. Do you th- remember the feedback when they drafted Tavai? Like everyone, it's it's like in the fantasy league when someone takes a kicker second overall, and it's yeah, like, you can't even uh, second round. I mean, you can't even like find them on your sheet. You're on page nine. It's like everyone's just it gets in the second round pick. Every beat writer, every football analyst is saying, like, I had a six round draft game. Who the fuck is this guy?
0: guy. Yeah. Yeah, Smartest man in the room. I'm telling you, man, he's gonna be gonna blow up, man. Gonna blow up. Really? Really? No. He did blow up in one sense, I guess. And that's our starting middle linebacker, which is why you gotta go linebacker second round. If
1: if they drafted, I know the defensive line was weak at the top of this draft, but there's some like intriguing guys in that, you know, with second, third, fourth round grades. Like, if they wanted to go linebacker, D-line, D-line, D-line. Great, right. great, awesome. Like that's that's where, awesome. Next year, I mean, you can look at who knows how it's going to follow quarterbacks in that, but I want them going like eighty percent defense from here on out. But that's just where I'm at. So if we'll you see. if
0: you pick one offensive position, it should be receiver, and then after that, there should just be corner, linebacker, the yep. end, safety, whatever you can snag. That's the best defensive player available on your board. I
1: I want Ben to put a little star in his, his spiral notebook before we finish. Deami Brown, North Carolina. Guy will be good. I'm telling you right now, he's sitting there on the board right now. ESPN, I pulled it up. Has him as the 13th best receiver. Still available now. So, He's like, they had him like 20th overall. Wow. Guy's so undervalued. That guy's going to fucking ball in the NFL. You watch. I'm telling Diami Brown, if he's there, I, ESPN's telling me I'm an asshole for saying the second round is, is appropriate. I would be good with that. Anybody but him. Defense, defense, defense. I know you like Nico Collins. I'd be okay with that. I said third round, just 6'4,
0: 225, would yeah, four, be an intriguing third round. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. And that's, I mean, look, I'm no fan of Michigan, but like, right. I, he, he's, he's a specimen. So, anyway. It was fun, Gabriel. Man, I, th- thank you so much you're, for having you're me the, on. No, yo, you're welcome. You're the co-host of the What Up Doe podcast. Yeah, the What Up Do so Sports that, Entertainment, the everybody.
0: What Up Do Sports and Entertainment podcast. Uh, the the lovely producer uh, who's behind these doors is also on this show, producing and uh, slightly hosting with me. It's a sports podcast, much uh, much like this one. Just debate concepts where we go, you know, UFC, NFL, NBA. Uh, what, college athletics, and it's just like just this one, shooting the shit, good old-fashioned sports debate, but not like the kind you see on the BSPNs or the CBSs. We we do that good, good, good content for everyone. I highly suggest everyone check it out. I really, really would appreciate
1: it. I highly recommend it. You have, uh, the reason I like your show when I've checked it out is, like a lot of people growing up liked wrestling. I liked wrestling as a kid too, and everyone's favorite was The Rock, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels. My favorite was Jimmy Hart and Jim Cornette. Just, just the fucking talkative, like, loudmouth. You gotta and, love it. Well, you're like me. You got a big mouth like me, and that's, that's a
0: compliment for me. I like big mouths. As do I... Listen, I, I, I can't say you're wrong. Yeah, that's, That show is full of big mouths. It's the two biggest mouths in all the sports, yeah. baby. And for, for the record, I was a Ric Flair guy all the way. Just woo. for the... Woo.
1: Well, hopefully we're wooing tomorrow with a a riveting, rollicking second round.
0: Riveting, rollicking. I'm liking the R play. You like the alliteration. I'm liking the R play. So
1: this has been, I get, Ben, let's put this as a Spiro Avenue show, even though it was abbreviated and uh, sort of off the cuff. But, uh, you know, let's file it under a a impromptu Spiro Avenue show. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. You'll you'll be on my wall with Paul Bunyan uh, next week. So I'm with it. Look, we have like a lot of fun stuff we're working on here in terms of guests. Uh, Some are long shots that are in play. Some are uh, definitely happening, just a matter of the day. So definitely stick with us. Look, we have one interesting Michigan guest I'm working on. I'm not going to spoil that, but some really good Michigan State guests coming as well. So uh, hang in there with us. I'm going to try to get Justin Rogers on, although he's kind of cheating on me with the Woodward Sports guys lately. So I don't know about that. I. I don't, I'm going to make him get tested before he comes back in. I, I don't know what kind of chlamydia he's, he's gotten. So anyway, Justin Rogers, uh, hopefully in next week. That's that. That's the rumor mill. I'd love to have him in Detroit news. Uh, Detroit Lions beat writer. It was great to have you Gabriel. Great to be
0: on. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you,
1: Ben. Thank you for spending your draft night with us. Like kind of working, you know, I guess I know it was uh, not the normal shit I put you through in terms of production, but uh, a lot coming down the line. Lions. I'm fascinated to see what they do. Just give me a top half of the league rushing attack. Not asking for much. Not asking for. Not much. asking for so much. Spur Avenue Show. Justin Spiro. We'll See you next week. Peace out, y'all.